0: I just kissed him. I was like boom. These two separate guys know each other. He was like, yeah, I'm just
1: going over to my girlfriend's house. And what I didn't realise at the time is I said ew gross. everyone! Welcome to the first episode of Sour Flower. I'm Ellie, the host and the sourest flower, I suppose. Thought I'd kick off this episode with a bit about who we are. So Sour Flower is going to be a podcast brought to you by the Sour Flower Club that celebrates ours and yours, dating and sex lives. We feel like it's needed after growing up in a whirlwind of 2,000 romance films creating unrealistic ideas. For this episode, I thought we'd jump in with an icebreaker and discuss our embarrassing, awkward, trying-to-forget-dating moments, because if we're honest, that's much more relevant when dating 18+. Um, Yeah, so I've got two lovely guests with me today, two of my friends, because I wouldn't be able to do it without them. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: Do you guys have any embarrassing dating things?
0: Um, I definitely have one that pops to mind that I uh, I get asked about a lot by my friends, um, because you know when you go into university, fresh faced eighteen, you basically the rule that you get told is do not commit flat flat zest, which is basically where you get with your flatmate. Mm-hmm. Now at first I was like, oh you know like whatever.
1: Not that I big of a deal. I'm sure I'm
0: going to be interested in my flatmates. Like, well, when's that going to happen? Unusual. And when I look back on it now, I'm thinking, you know what, I don't regret it because it was the first time I moved away from home I needed a bit of comfort, you know? So
1: <laughs> and I you decided the boy in your corridor was the right answer.
0: <laughs> I it, find it. And then the boy he lived right next to me in on my floor, literally on the corridor, I was number one, he was number three right next to me.
1: Oh, right, so like... All that uh, was between clutch. you was a wall.
0: Yes, a the thin wall in which when I went for a shower and blasted out bleach, and you didn't hear that.
1: Oh, I
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, So, do you want me to do the long story, the short story? How How do you want me to? That's up to, to you. Explain?
1: Your choice.
0: I'll try not to be too waffly because I have that problem. So it all began when I walked through the doors of my flat. When um, I went in and. I saw the back of the head of this male, and I was thinking, you know what? He looks all right, but I haven't seen his face yet. So I went in, my family dropped me off, my mum had a few tears, etc.
1: Yeah, standard. So, um, yes.
0: Yeah, so at first I was like, you know, I met him and I was like, mm, is his personality for me? Don't know. And I was like, I was looked for me, possibly, if I had a shot or two. So, you know... <laughs> This progressed. We all chatted, you know, group chat, single chat. We were all trying to get to know each other in the flat because I was with three boys. Should I give him a nickname? Because I had a nickname for him back then, which was American Boy because he liked American football. Okay. okay. So, American Boy. And then another the two other lads who I was friends with, and then another girl who I was good friends with, and the other girl was just never spoke to us I'm a bit weird. So, the three lads, including American Boy, me, and the other female flatmate, all used to go out together. And there was one night where he American boy went back home, and he was getting the train back, and I, obviously, I'm so I'm a little bit embarrassed now, not gonna lie, but I think it was, I thought it was really smart at the time, I was like, I'm gonna pretend that I don't know my way home from this club, and so, like, he was like, oh, you don't know your way home, when I get off the train, I'll come and get you, depending on what time you wanna, you wanna, like, go back, <laughs> and, and so he then said, like, oh, I'm on my train back, i like, one stop from Lincoln, so I was obviously, none of my flatmates knew,
1: none of them knew. Mm, okay.
0: Um, anything that I was like into him so um, then I messaged and I was like oh yeah like I'm gonna go now and then I said to my, my flatmates where I was out with I was like oh I'm I'm just like I'm really tired I'm just gonna go back you know like don't worry about me like I'll be the way back but I'm fine um, so then he came to get me and picked me up from the club and so we were walking back and obviously I was a little bit tipsy
1: mm. so
0: I made this move
1: Oh, as you should.
0: <laughs> I told you to make the first move because every time I was like, oh, when I was speaking to him, I, was like, oh, I didn't know if you were into me. Like, He were not giving me the vibes. And he was like, I wouldn't have come and picked you up at like, it was past midnight at this point. He's like, I wouldn't have come and picked you up in the club past midnight if I wasn't into you. Mm. And I was like, yeah, but like, I'm a flirty person, so I just expect someone to be flirty back. And he was just, American boy was not naturally flirty, okay? He was just <laughs> um, So I was like, I just kissed him. I was like, boom. What? Well, I- i
1: was
0: walking back why not and then that evening i ended up in
1: his bedroom and um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> how many weeks into uni was this
2: what
1: how many weeks into uni was this like are we talking october uh, january
0: uh, october? we started we started the end of Je- end of september <laughs>
1: <laughs> i, you? I, you know to, we moved in, I mean moved as again. you should yeah and then how did that how did that you make know, living together after that
2: um it was
0: actually really fun because it was like nobody still like the whole time this was happening nobody knew see i love that i like that secret that creates excitement so, right like we were like i would like sneak into his room late at night he would come sneak into mine
1: but i mean uni halls aren't exactly the most soundproof place they definitely yeah. heard you moving about <laughs>
0: well, no, well the thing is obviously my room is on one side mm-hmm. i mean this woke way girl amy who was either never in the flat or just didn't really, like, talk to us. Like, nobody spoke to her that much, because she didn't... We invited her out to a pub one night, and she basically never spoke to us since. Meg, who was my other flatmate, who wasn't... She was opposite Amy, so not opposite him, but she used to, like, basically nap in the day, and she wouldn't sleep during the night. Ollie, opposite John's room. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Boy's room. (laughs) um, (laughs) He, like... He started dating... I set him up with one of my people off my course. Okay. Oh, cute. I with her out. He had a job on the weekend. And then my other flatmate, who was opposite me, used to go, go out and he goes to the gym at like 11 p.m. So we just never, they never clocked on. Oh. And I did tell my flatmate, Meg, at one point, <laughs> and she said, because the lights went on in the corridor, if you went out of your room, the lights would go on automatically. Mm. And she thought it was a ghost. <laughs> She was like, are you messing me? I thought there was a ghost or something weird was going on or it was Amy because Amy was the fat mate who was next to an American boy uh, who was the weird one who nobody knew when she was in or out or what she was doing. Mm. So that was because it made an excuse because no one knew, even though the doors were a bit loud, but still. So you were, you
1: were you were preparing, preparing for sex and she was preparing yeah. for an exorcism.
0: <laughs> yeah, really it, it, funny. Um, cause I wouldn't even say we were dating. We just had a, had a situation ship.
1: Mm-hmm. The convenience that he was next door.
0: Yeah, and a really funny thing that I remember was that I was in his room, mm-hmm. and then the fire alarm went off at six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran back to my room, put a hoodie on like over my pajamas, mm-hmm. and everything on. And um, then I just came out the door and I yawned and I went, "Oh my God, guys, what was <laughs> happening? <laughs> Why is the fire alarm going off?" And yeah, no one was ever the wiser until they all found out like way after, but. Um, It came to an end because like, you know, when you're in a situation, like we were with each other for like three, three, four months. Hmm. But obviously like it came to a point where we were like, I was like, you're not really what I'm looking for in it. If I want, I didn't want a relationship anyway. So I'm like, first year, I'm going wild. (laughs) Do whatever I want. So I was like, a relationship, A, I don't want a relationship. And even if I did, I don't think we match each other well enough because I'm a needy attention whore and you don't fulfill that for me. (laughs) You know, to me, so it's just not gonna work. And he was like, Yeah, we're just like, it's just not not there for either of us. And I was like, It's been fun, we've had a good time, you know.
1: See you in the morning for it's breakfast.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely distanced himself uh, a lot. So yeah. he went with more of his business friends, and I stayed with the flatmate, so like Meg and the boy who lives opposite who's opposite me, because obviously Ollie, who lived opposite. John became some really American boy he'd take his name I um, feel <laughs> <laughs> like I should like, there should be a nickname um, he lived opposite he was like out with my course mate a lot when they started dating
2: Okay, but mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah so we kind of just parted ways it was fine but he went off with his business people on his course mm-hmm. I stayed with my flatmates but then you know not long after it finished I may have got with another male when, <laughs> <laughs> when I knew he was at the same event as me ah right okay because I was like let's just see what happens (laughs) (laughs) and you know I mean I still didn't speak to him afterwards I don't even know if he even clocked it but I just thought it was funny and then not long after I was getting the train to Nottingham to see my friends Ellie and Andrea Mm
2: -hmm. and I'm Mm -hmm.
0: waiting at the platform with my suitcase head down on my phone I'm thinking this person is standing real ass close to me why is he like basically breathing down my fucking neck Mm -hmm. and then I look up And I'm like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And there is an American boy behind me. And I'm like, right. I forgot because he lives in Northampton. So I felt like a train that he's getting to. I don't even know where my end destination was. It was just Nottingham was a stop. um, Because it's obviously down from Lincoln. So obviously it must have been the terrible fate (laughs) that we We got on the same train. So we were just chatting. I was like, oh, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. You know, easy conversation. I'm thinking, I'm getting on that train. You're sitting in one place. I'm sitting in the (laughs) other. So he goes on first, I think he went on first, and sat down. Either way, you weren't going to be where he was. Yeah, so he went and sat down first, because I let him get on the train first, and I'm thinking... And then I, st- I sat... So he went through into the main bit of the train, and I sat on, like, a little single seat right near the door, because I'm thinking, you ain't finding me there. <laughs> but then this kid turns around and comes... And I put my suitcase on the chair next to me, because I'm thinking, I don't really want it to sit next to me. Um, and then he comes back and comes to me. Oh, I thought you were following me. And I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no. Um, and he come, um, sits on the seat, obviously not with the suitcases, but the next one. And we just have our ifs in about and don't even talk. And then oh. I get to the station and I say goodbye. And he says goodbye. And end of story. I don't really think I spoke too much after that. <laughs> That. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. And my awkward dating, not dating, flat ses, not flat
1: situation. Did you see him ever again after the first year? Yes.
0: Oh. When it was. Oh, yeah, this was also quite awkward and very pointed. I could really tell where he was going with this. So it was in my third year. Mm-hmm. I think it might be someone once in second year, but definitely third year, I remember this. Well, I was walking from my house, and I was walking into uni. Mm-hmm. And I awkwardly took an earphone out because I was thinking, because I was blasting my music and I was just going to go, in case he said hi and I said hi. But I think he took me taking the earphone out as an invitation to speak to me.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: then he stopped. <laughs> and then I stopped. And then we were chatting. And I bear in mind, I didn't even go on this topic, but he was like, yeah, I'm just going over to my girlfriend's house. I was like... Hey.
1: Oh, of course he managed yeah. to drop that in.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Where did, where, whereabouts, whereabouts is she? And he was like, or oh, something like that. And then he was like, yeah, she's just on... Cecil Street, and I was like, oh yeah, not far from mine, I'm just off, I'm just on the road off, he's he like, oh yeah, and something like that, and then it just awkwardly trailed off, and I went, bye <laughs> then, <laughs> and off I went to my lecture.
1: I mean, at least it built character.
0: I mean, so yeah, it taught me so much, if anyone ever doubts, commit and flat don't, do it, <laughs> you right now, do it, because A, it's fun, B, it's fun sneaking around, so don't tell me one, mm-hmm. because it's funny. And, enjoy yourself because it taught me so much like i've learned mm-hmm. so lovely um, from what i like as a, from a person what i maybe need to improve on what i don't like from a person it taught me loads i just say do it
1: that sounds lovely without the whole pressure of it being a proper a, pro- a proper in quotation marks relationship
0: yeah and mm-hmm. like nobody knew so it was really fun sneaking around we had all sorts of
1: fun it sounds delightful mm. lily mm-hmm. Krillin?
2: If you're saying flat cest, I'm going to say, don't commit. I'm going to call it town cest, where I live, it's a small <laughs> place. Everyone seems to know each other. During the course of my years of living in this town, I have had situationships, as we're calling it, mm-hmm. with three separate guys. These three separate guys know each other. They're all in the same friendship groups. They know each other. Mm-hmm. And this is over the course of a couple of years, and you have that fun thing of all nicely spaced in between, you know, I'm not overlapping with these guys, but mm-hmm. one of the guys is on and off again, mm-hmm. so kind of, sometimes it's happening, sometimes it's not, and this is, it's been that way since we were like 15,
1: wow, oh.
2: we've never spoken about what it is, it just sort of happens, Ouch. but the best thing is when you go to a friend's, like, goodbye party, they're going to New York, and all of the guys are there, <laughs> And they're all in the same group and they invite you over and you have to sit down and like guys talk <laughs> they are like their friends they know and like, i have to sit there and we're all talking and then someone brings up like dating histories from school and i'm just there like <laughs> 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 that's cool and like we all have to pretend like it's that like unspoken rule that you don't talk about it because it's in the past
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't agree with that. I'm very happy with it being in the
1: open. We've made these decisions. Yeah, I mean, it's especially them. They made the decision for you, them all to take uh-huh. you. And exactly. mm. um, yes, yeah,
2: so that's uh, town cest. It's a real thing. It's a real issue, and it should be talked about more.
1: Interesting. I mean, I feel like it's not a it's not a big city issue. It's a small, it's
2: mm-hmm. a small so town a big area. Big yeah.
1: big town a niche, a niche awkwardness. Mm-hmm. yeah mine is let me, let me try and remember um so i was going on a couple of dates with this boy and things you know looking quite good um <laughs> you know he's nice he was nice i hate using the word nice it always means boring in my opinion he was not boring yep. he was funny and he listened which was quite impressive for a straight male um true. yes um cool. But anyway, yeah, so the dates so far had been rather PG. Mm-hmm. And, like, we'd played... The first date, we'd played my version of Guess Who, which I'll explain oh. in another episode, but it's fantastic. Um, And I'd baked him a cookie. And I wasn't embarrassed oh, at the oh. time, but I truly am now. Like, what was I thinking? It was probably my internalised misogyny, <laughs> trying to show him that I know my place in said kitchen. Oh,
2: you know,
0: uh, you were know, way around the kitchen. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um, And then the second time we met up and we parked our cars next to one another and we rolled the windows down and we just had a little chin wag. Because this was like June circa 2000, 2000? No, 2020, not 2000, Jesus Christ. 2020, so like COVID round one restrictions were easing. Um... And yeah, it was adorable. But anyway, um, somehow I'd got on to mention that by the third day I expected a kiss. Very bold of me. I don't know who I thought I was, saying that out loud. Um, I mean, it's good to, you know, express your communication. It's key. Um, But yeah. Um... I don't know why I was that bold, for one, because I hadn't had my first sober kiss yet. All of my kisses so far had been intoxicated in in a club. Um, Yeah. And I think... I think I got the analogy of having to kiss this boy on the third date from Friends With Benefits, where she's like, you can't have sex until the eighth date. And I was like, well, if I'm having sex on the eighth, the kiss has to come by the third, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, well done, Rom-Coms, for giving me more things in my head. Um... Love that. But yeah, so with that vision we went on the third date. Um and first the first mistake was I put a lot of pressure on the poor boy then. because he felt he yeah. was like, Wow, yeah, this is my time. Um mm-hmm. and this date it's was just a walk around the country park in the town. Oh cute. Adorable, mm-hmm. yeah. So we did the little loop. And we sat on the bench mm-hmm. chatting i'm trying to pay attention but i'm also sat there thinking like is he gonna kiss me is he not spoiler alert he um. did he didn't um, um yeah um so we get up we walk head back to the cars hug goodbye you know then separate and i did feel a bit disheartened as i got in the car And before i drove away I obviously had to update the girls the group chat as you do and then before I sent it, I got a little knock on the window saying, um, so you expected a kiss by the third date? And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, guess I did. <laughs> um, and he opened my door and leaned in to kiss me. But there was a lot of miscommunication. And it was sober me's first kiss. She was panicking. I go in mm-hmm. with lips closed. He goes in, mm-hmm. lips slightly parted.
2: We've all done it.
1: We've all done mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is where it takes its own for the worst and I pull away. And what I didn't realise at the time is I said ill gross. <laughs> and I bet the, I bet the poor boy wanted to die. Um i laughed and i said he went in with his mouth open and he just blushed and he was like let's try again then and i was like yeah, okay all right but only for a peck so you know we just had a little peck and then we said our farewells again and then as i went to drive off i could like he gave me a little wave and he, as he was sat in his car and i could see him like wave at me and then go <laughs> like bow his head in sadness um yeah, how embarrassing for everyone involved. And I think even the full car park witnessed this and they probably (laughs) felt embarrassed too. Um, But yeah, although it must have been some... It must have been a pretty good peck because this boy who thought he was getting ghosted is now my partner. How cute. Yeah. um, But I do get my karma because I do not live it down ever. And... Um, <laughs> you'll be glad to know the kissing has in fact improved, um, oh, gosh, but I'd like totally. to be taken as an example of that like bad dates can be just a funny story. And I think everyone should you know try and try one more time. Yeah, you it's just a,
0: yeah. it's just a bit like actually, where did you speak about this? Because me and my family was talking about icks.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And 'cause because my dad obviously did not know what an ick was, mm-hmm. and me and my stepmom were like very specific. icks for example, she said that she went on a date when she was younger and that a guy said to her on a date that you have to go to the little boy's room. Oh, oh my
1: God.
0: Immediate <laughs> ick. But my dad was like, it wouldn't matter to me how many... Like I think Alex, my stepmom, um, she's from Williston, which is quite a posh area, and she used to like put on a posh act when she said a certain word and that. My dad was like, if, if I would have had the ick on that, we never would have continued.
1: I think like, it's maybe because... She girls in our head have to have this perfect prince charming boys that these said romance movies have given us whereas mm-hmm. boys are just like she fancies what? me and we have sex perfect that is girl. all i yeah. need <laughs>
0: then i said to my dad i was like it's not just like if someone had one egg, it wouldn't put me off mm. it just breaks the facade
1: i suppose yeah, yeah. quite a few to mm. put me off.
0: like i'm not saying one ick and i'm out yeah like, nothing wrong on a date like he said on the first date and i'm out He'd have to feel like I'd give them a unfair chances
1: before I was like, never again. Yeah, I think that's fair. That.
0: That.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you should be Lily Crellin. Yeah. I
2: should I embrace yeah. the X more, but the, it's, if it's just a certain thing, like for me, I went on a date with a guy who was really in love with his car. Oh, <laughs> and I just I couldn't was just get like, over oh, it. I was like, this is not it. I don't. Why are you doing this? And they just speak so passionately. It's great to have hobbies. I love that you love your car. I just need to hear it straight away. I don't need to, I don't want to drive your
1: car. Maybe it's because as a woman, you're suppressed not to have any hobbies. So him being so passionate about his, it's like, oh, gross. But anyway, that's not what this episode is about. So I think we'll cut the episode here before our cheeks get any red uh, and I spill any more gossip that my boyfriend will kill me if I share um thank you to everyone who's listening and we'll see you next week when we'll be discussing our one true pairings that have caused some serious relationship expectations and then the week after hopefully we'll be bringing you back some date stories that are brought to you by you i've left a submission link in the description and for anyone who's local to nottingham On Friday, Pepper Rock's, the infamous first date location, have kindly teamed up with us to offer two-for-one cocktails if you share a memorable date mishap with us. This is between seven till nine, so yeah. I can't wait to turn the embarrassment to you guys rather than myself, and we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye!